this most recent watch through like always i i feel like it yeah man it was so good because you know when you watch it knowing that you're gonna talk about it and you're like really like paying attention to specific mm-hmm. details and things like that i was like man it's so good i mean you know i i kind of talked about it a little bit like when we were talking about the sequel trilogies and stuff and especially like the last movie but like i feel like I kind of, to some extent, internally rate movies based on how the specific emotions that the movie's trying to convey to you, like how strong they are to me. So the happiness, the sadness, you know, what the anger, if they are trying to convey that and I feel those feelings, you know, I base that kind of how I rate this, like how I rate movies or Mm -hmm. shows. And this movie was so amazing with that. Like I got goosebumps so many times during this movie like right like as we were talking about it again i kept being like oh yeah i got goosebumps in that moment too you know like oh man there's just so many times where like it, it hits you on an emotional level and like uh, uh quentin was saying and and you tyler too but like within two hours <laughs> like you fell in love with characters you know like right? you like but- met them cared about them fell in love with them and they died and you felt the pain you know like all of that mm-hmm. happened within two hours so good so good yeah well when i i remember i was, I was watching i watched the movie today right before the show and i all sometimes i try to take notes i wouldn't say i'm as as diligent as some of you but i try to i i got to like the part where saw guerrero save the rebellion save the dream was the last note i took after that i was just so into the movie i was just watching the movie like I see, we forgot yeah. about taking notes. I was just watching and enjoying the movie. I didn't get to do my my because normally I will watch it on my computer and that's where I'll take notes. But mm-hmm. usually I try to watch it, like sit down and watch it on the TV, watch it on my my uh, stereo system and everything, so you can get more of the feel of it as as just watching it as a fan. And then I'll watch it a second mm-hmm. time on my PC just to take like extra notes and stuff. But I feel yeah. like I get m- more than the notes. I get more out of it by sitting there and enjoying it as a fan than I do mm-hmm. when I just take it to to take notes. And I don't know if you guys do this or not, but like sometimes when I'm rewatching like shows or movies like for this, like a scene or a moment will just hit me and I'll rewind it and watch it again. Like, in like this movie like replay oh man i did it like four or five times where like a minute or two sequence in the movie was so good i just had to rewind it and watch it again like the vader one i watched that like four times yeah (laughs) i'm just like oh my goodness they did so good with it yeah i just i can't complain about it it was so good i forgot to bring it up there was a scene when uh tony avin for the masasi temple when uh, they're getting ready to fight, they're getting ready to go for the fight, and you know they're they're, mm-hmm. they're fueling up the the X wings, and like um, there's a scene where the guy is he's got he's got his wand right, and he's he, finger up spin with the wand, and that yeah. means that means starting engine number one as yeah like at, at an airport like cause that's where, right. that's where I, I work that's that's an actual hand signal that i i know that's yeah. what that means that means he's warning mm-hmm. people because you know it's a lot of things are going on he's warning people around there we're starting engines here on this x-wing like yeah. that's what i was thinking of and like that is so cool i i love mm-hmm. that just that split second of a scene it just it yeah. grounded it in in a reality of something that is real in my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh 
I, yeah, I think all of us, like we that. all worked at the airport and got to do those, mm-hmm. you know, like learn those and do that with a real plane. And I just remember like, yeah, when I was learning all those different things and I first started working at the airport, it was such an epic thing because, you know, a lot of times like you don't notice that stuff. I'd say the average traveler doesn't. But like as a kid, I always loved airplanes. And like, I always mm-hmm. like would look out the window and see those guys and be like, man, that's so cool. And so the first few times that I was doing that, I just like, it just, oh man, it like, you like you had like this nervous excitement because you're controlling the power. Like, yeah, like, you know, just getting like, you know, getting them to like start an engine, just, you know, and you can like feel it and everything. And, you know, I don't know, like it is, it's so amazing, you know, like when you, like have that job at an airport you know like just most people don't even realize it but it's so cool i mean airplanes are the closest we have to you know starships right now so yeah (laughs) yeah just strap some like ion cannons and (laughs) (laughs) we're such nerds (laughs) (laughs) that's what this i felt like this movie Again, with that that scene where you see the ATST walking through the streets of Jetta, this movie did such a good job of feeling real, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. when in, in, ni- in the nineteen seventies and up to the original Star Wars, sci-fi movies were futuristic, clean, and white, like yeah. two thousand one of space. That's what sci-fi was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Star Wars comes along, and it's this lived-in universe. I felt yeah. like this movie did that to an extreme, but re- in a really good way. Mm-hmm. Like it just made grime it that's feel... on the stormtroopers that are on the stormtroopers that are uh, mm-hmm. when she's being escorted to a prisoner transfer. Like yep. they, they mm-hmm. you know that that's where they work and live, and they're not <clears throat> clean. They're they're dirty. I think the whole idea is that. That was the point of the stormtroopers is the empire trying to bring order and, and make everything because because inside a Star Destroyer, it's pristine and clean and white and white or black. Because, because, and Because you think about it like the Thrawn in the Thrawn books, the, the recent trilogy, um, or I think it's the third third book of the the trilogy where um, of the first trilogy where Thrawn has to. I just started the, the second trilogy like the, yesterday. Uh, no. <laughs> hij- those animals hijacking the trans the uh, yeah, yeah, ships yeah. for Krennic stuff, and you, and you learn that even in the Empire, the Star Destroyer or the Death Star was a super secret project. Yeah. And so so you get mm-hmm. so you got to think about it. That that, that scene that scene because... that scene with with the Star Destroyer, with you see what remember you know the dish getting installed. And that Star Destroyer sitting there. You know that Star whoever's on that Star Destroyer is privy to some pretty insane secret knowledge, right? Even in the mm-hmm. Empire. That Star Destroyer is not one that goes and patrols and, and fights rebels and, and fights pirates, right? Yeah. So you get you get this, like Tyler said, the dirt and the grime on the stormtrooper and the prison planet. And then the, this Star Destroyer, absolutely pristine, almost white. Yeah. The Star Destroyer, almost white in its cleanliness as it comes into the light there. It's it's not just a lived-in universe. It's this massive contrast between between dirt and grime and super clean, right? Because not yeah, everything mm-hmm. in this world is dirt and grime. Not everything is, mm-hmm. is super clean. That's and part you of get what the both sides is, of that. Yeah, is trying to bring that both. order and that cl- cleanness and of more. Yeah. yeah, 
and, and like I you can like... see the you can see the difference within like the empire like in the elite like you're kind of talking about versus like the rebellion here like you see you know you know all these different senators and stuff and they're clean they got their capes you know but then they're surrounded mm -hmm. by people that are dirty grimy who knows when the last time they had the shower there's like cords and you know like big tubes going all across the ground and you know like yeah. it just seems like it's like makeshift put together kind of like and you can kind of see like the the distinction between the two and i think that that's what's really cool going into andor is because even on the trailer they're they're audibly telling you the difference between the mm -hmm. you know the empire elite and then the people that are on the ground you know yeah, they're you saying the, like oh look how clean happy they are new yeah look how clean this new empire themselves. is and everything's perfect well they're doing <laughs> that on top of you know all the dirt and crime and you know crime mm -hmm. and horrible atrocities that you're are getting, happening on the ground you're getting kind of this a lot of this like the stormtrooper right stormtrooper is is the the frontline fighter of the imperial navy and then you, mm -hmm. you see the imperial army which is you see pretty much for the first time i think in solo right he's when he's fighting in the mud and right. we're going to get more of that in andor they they definitely showed more of that style of trooper in andor mm -hmm. and that's kind of like you like you said you see you see the senators in in coruscant and like the pristine cleanliness cleanliness and then you see these guys rioting against these imperial army right down mm -hmm. in the dirt in the mud that's again. Mm -hmm. That's like that's what I love about Star Wars is the parts that just feel so real. In Solo, mm -hmm. some of my favorite scenes is when you see the ATST hauler fly over their head and drop the ATST on the ground, and you see like the legs compress and like act as suspension in that scene as it drops this heavy walker from 20, 30 feet off the ground. Those those scenes they drag you into the into the universe, and it just feels like you're there. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and and. and a lot of that's done with with models, and you know it takes passion for people people to see. This is painstakingly make these models to do this stuff, so, right? Yeah, you know that it's passion from the creator. It's not just somebody's like, okay. This is my day job. I gotta go make yeah. models for Star Wars. Oh, I hate my job. Like, you know, there's people <laughs> filled with passion doing this. Yeah, I love. Mm -hmm. uh, so you think of. <sighs> What was the term? I, I just had it, and then you distracted me with your last little bit. But, Sorry. Uh, no, it's it's really all good. Uh, oh, it's gone. That far gone. You're gonna huh? have to cut. You're gonna have to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if, if you remember remember later, record it and put it into the. Line yeah, just cut it in. <laughs> yeah, splice it in there. Yeah. Uh, well, the, well, the, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, in film they talk about the suspension of disbelief. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So if if something sticks out to you and you're like, oh, that doesn't seem right, then it pulls you out of the movie. And that's what I like about Star Wars versus like other uh, sci-fi things, like Star Trek. You could be like, well, that couldn't happen because it's supposed to be a universe that's basically just our universe in the future. Mm -hmm. Whereas Star Wars, you could be like. Okay, well, there's the force. So basically, yeah. the force is is the overwrite tool to anything, and you could be like, okay, well, that can be explained using the force, or so. So there's so much less opportunities I feel like to be taken out of the movie in a Star Wars movie because you know it's a, it's not 
uh, <clears throat> they wouldn't call it, they don't even really call Star Wars science fiction. They call it science fantasy. And so, and because of that aspect of it, you can kind of do some of those things and you, and you can write it, well, okay, that's going to be explained using the force or using this. And, and so mm -hmm. you don't get that, you don't get taken out of the movie nearly as much as you would some other science fiction well, product. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like a, a huge thing that Star Wars gets right is, is just enough. Obviously, it's not our universe. Because you know, galaxy far, far away. So it's obviously not our universe. There's, there's just enough of, like you said. Obviously, this can't happen, so it's not going to distract you because you know this, it's not real. But there's enough realism for you to relate, uh, relate to to it. So you can relate to mm -hmm. it, but you can also, it's also like you said science fantasy. It's also, it's it's a fantasy, but it's also relatable. Yeah. In the interactions that different characters, which obviously we we most are going to uh, feel like a similarity between humanoid, you know, type aliens, either humans or humanoid type aliens in the shows. But I think because of the way that everybody interacts, like seamlessly with other species, for the most part, unless you know, like obviously they're trying to do genocide or something, but <laughs> for the most the part, Empire. you know, like. Yeah, how yeah. they how they like interact, you know, with the other aliens, it 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 makes you feel like, oh, this is normal. Like they're talking and acting with this specific alien, or even like we've been talking about, like they're not robots, you know. In in Star Wars, they're like real, they're real people that have, you know, like you know, mm -hmm. feelings and emotions and thoughts, and you know, like you you end up caring about them. But one of the main reasons isn't just because of their actions, but it's because of their interactions with other characters that we do relate to. And I think that's what is such a yep. a, a great way that they film the different droids. <clears throat> well, I wanted to talk, yeah, talk about of all the deaths. I I feel like one of the most emotional is is K 2s you know, mm -hmm. sacrificing himself. Sealing the vault now, like he knows he's gonna die. He tells him to climb, like that's your way out. He like, gives him the information they need, climb, that's your way out. But then it's 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 almost and you know, uh Cassian is screaming for him, you know, doesn't want him to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Kay, wait, Kay! And and when he when he destroys that platform that he's on, it like locks the vault hard, good. Mm -hmm. And it's just like every single character, you know. Bodhi, when when he dies, you know he 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 did his job. He got that message through. He was he got mm -hmm. his yes, I did it. I'm proud of myself. And that's he when got the, his redemption. That's when yep he got his he made right by himself, and he was mm -hmm. good in that moment. And then that's when a stormtrooper tosses a grenade in there. Like it's so sad. Every single time one of them dies, it's sad, mm -hmm. and yep. and and meaningful. Yeah, they. They wrote these characters perfectly. Like, I mean, well, maybe not Krennic's death, but yeah. No, his, no, his, his it, it was too. meaningful too. Like, just like Tyler, Tyler brought up. <laughs> no, I meant sad. But yeah. Oh yeah, not sad, but <laughs> yeah, but perfectly written. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another yeah, small thing. Like, is, we've like, already touched on it, but like the irony of it, you know, and yeah, yeah like that the and, and, full and, circle with well, and, the Urso family, and yeah, because. After they got the message away, Jane's like, "Should we do something about Krennic?" Because they knew because Krennic was still alive at that point. And um, Cassie's like, "Just leave him, like let him, you know, don't don't put him out of his misery. Let him let him see that we've beat him." 
and then for him mm-hmm. to get killed by his own creation is i mean oh i love this movie <laughs> <laughs> so good it is truly is well we we went for a long time guys uh yeah, <laughs> it's almost uh, four o'clock here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And so oh, everybody man. who's going to hear this later, we also obviously like side chat to each other during the show. And basically, <laughs> we're all hungry. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get off and probably go eat some food. So. Yeah, I got uh, <laughs> dinner going and then play mm-hmm. probably just play some games with the friends tonight. Whoop, whoop. All right. all right boys have a good uh, night all right yeah i'm gonna get all off right. i'm Everybody gonna end have a good it one. here bye have a good bye. one guys